0: Hare Krishna. So let me uh, read the first verse uh, of the first offenses: Satam ninda namnah paramam aparadam vitunate yatha kaityam yatham katham su sahate tadvigrham. To blaspheme the great saintly persons who are engaged in preaching the glories of Hare Krishna mantra is the worst offense at the lotus feet of the holy name. And one should not criticize a preacher of the glories of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra. If one does so, he is an offender. So this is the most uh, important subject matter of our uh, Krishna conscious life, actually. This is what we discussed today. Actually, everything, is, everything about Krishna consciousness is important. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is not that there is something called as ABC in Krishna consciousness. There is something called as XYZ in Krishna consciousness. No. Everything is glorious. And we need to understand everything. So, this is the first offense which is uh, about offending Vaishnavas. So, there is a tendency within us uh, to find fault especially is there in my my heart you are all very glorious devotees that to find fault with others very natural thing and uh, these days uh, the whole world you know where the business has been made of religion it is very difficult to keep faith uh, in 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 sadhus and Vaishnavas, very difficult even though there are genuinely practicing devotees but we might have tendency to see fault in them so our spiritual progress in our our progress in krishna consciousness if it can get obstructed then there is this is the one of the this this, this is one of the main reasons That offending Vaishnavas can stop our progress in Krishna consciousness. There are many incidences in scriptures. Today we are going to present. Today we are going to discuss that even big, big people, big, big personalities, they when they committed offense, they could not, you know, they could not escape that. One of the biggest examples uh, was Durvasa Rishi. You know, Durvasa Rishi, very powerful personality. Huh? He was an ansha of Rudra. Huh? Very powerful. Hmm? Heavyweight personality. If Durvasa comes, you know, everybody is please accept my humble obeisances. And all the big, big people they are very scared of. Hmm? So, Durvasa Rishi, he was a great yogi. But he had no understanding about bhakti. He has no understanding about the glories of devotee. And he absolutely had no understanding about the glories of Supreme Lord. So, bhakti, bhaktan, and bhagwan, they, He was not aware of, aware of the glories. He was uh, in a state of consciousness. Where he considered him to be very very powerful. And being the ansha uh, of... Uh, uh, Rudransha, lord shivas uh, empowered personality you know uh, so he he always thought of uh, vaishnavas to be very sim- simple i mean not so powerful or what they can do they just uh, like they just they don't have nothing to do they just perform devotional service so Durva Sarishi, he happened to visit amrish maharaj at that time, Amrish Maharaj was in Vrindavan. Amrish Maharaj, that particular year, he was spending in Vrindavan. And Amrish Maharaj had uh, uh, taken a vow of Ekadashi. He was fasting. Uh, we feast on Ekadashi. Mm. But Amrish Maharaj fasted on Ekadashi. Hare Krishna devotees they like to feast on Ekadashi. It's a ch- change of diet, right? Mm. No, it's not a change of diet. Yes. Mm. Ekadashi... Actually is a very very powerful tool for attracting the mercy of the Lord. If you, if one wants to see magic in one's life, if one wants want to see magic in Krishna conscious life, then one should follow Ekadashi nicely. If Ekadashi is followed nicely, there is a huge transformation in the heart. We get lot of purification in the heart. But if you have lot of services to be done, if you are already engaged in lot of services, then it's fine but on the day of Ekadashi, if uh, there are no services I mean you're not so uh, you know vigorously engaged in that services then it is better to fast nicely so Amrish Maharaj was fasting he has taken a vow although he was a king he an example of a personality who was a king who was ruler of the whole world and that personality he was performing Ekadashi; he was taking a vow of Ekadashi, and he was about to break his fast on vadashi day and uh, Durvasa Rishi happened to come there now Durvasa Rishi uh, when he came there he knew that he was a Vaishnava but Durvasa Rishi did not know the glories of the Vaishnava ok so Durvasa Rishi came there he was greeted very nicely by Amrish Maharaj and he said that I will go and do my Sandhya Vandan take my bath and I will come and will have Prashagam so, Amrish Maharaj was uh, in a dilemma actually. Because Amrish Maharaj thought, okay, he will go, take bath and come back. So, there is a Parana, parana we have, all have Parana timing, you know. Dwadashi's we have Parana timing. We need to break our fast in that time. So, Amrish Maharaj thought, okay, he has come this morning, let him go and come. And I will wait. And after he comes, I feed him and then I will take Prashadana. No problem. Because Athiti is there. When some when Athiti comes, the first duty is to serve him. Hmm please him nicely and after he has eaten punch should take and if he is a sadhu then he can take his remnants also so Amrish Maharaj thought it is his great fortune that sadhu has come and so Durvasa Rishi he purposely he knew that he is a Vaishnava he is following a Vrata and he purposely he delayed his all his uh, sadhana kriya and all his you know you uh, know taking bath and then coming back and then he he delayed everything. So that that Parana time goes away and he wanted to see what Amrish Maharaj does in that situation. So as the time was passing by Amr- Amrish Maharaj uh, was patiently waiting for he was not coming. So Amrish Maharaj then discussed with Brahmanas life of a person if he's the administrator or anybody he if he uh, Performs his life, I mean does activities in his life, uh, taking asking the Brahmanas, asking the sadhus, asking the Vaishnavas, and then leads his life, lives his life accordingly, then his life has uh he he'll always get success in his life. Because he's, he'll get the blessings of sadhus. Pitama Bhishma says that uh, we shall, we'll you we should take shelter of three things: Dharma, uh, uh, Achyut and Brahmanas Vipra, Dharma, Achyut, Ashraya Hmm. Vipra means Brahmanas, Sadhus, Vaishnavas Hmm. Dharma means following Dharma what is correct Hmm. and then third is Achyut, Lord Lord Krishna Hmm. So, Durvasarishi, he came after a certain while and then when he came there, he saw that um, as per the, the Brahmana suggested Amrish Maharaj that you drink water water breaks your fast at the same time it doesn't break your fast so Amrish Maharaj consulting the brahmanas he drank water and Durvasarishi he found it okay. I wanted to test him and he failed Okay, now Durvasarishi came out from the water from the water of Yamuna and he started walking towards Amrish Maharaj's palace and as soon as he reached there Amrish Maharaj welcomed him and then Durvasarishi was angry he said you rascal you called yourself as a Vaishnava. Is this a Vaishnava etiquette? I can see in my meditation that you have drank water and you should first feed me, but you have it, I mean you have you have broken your fast. Huh? You have crossed the maryada of uh, of serving the Brahmanas and everything. So you just started chastising, abusing him. Verbal verbally, you know. But Amrish Maharaj just tolerating. You see, good. I did I consulted the Brahmanas, they suggested i followed their instructions. But yes, I could not satisfy you. But I am waiting for you to 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 serve you. And then he became so upset. Now this is this was such an insignificant thing, right? Was it, was it a big deal? He no. just drank water, right? So many a times in our dealings with Vaishnavas, there are fights on very insignificant things in our life. Those have actually no importance in our lives. I mean, if you, if that same scenario is given to you after one year, you'll start. I mean, if you remember that particular incident on which you had a fight with that devotee, or or some misunderstanding with anyone, not just devotee but anyone, after one year that will have that will become so insignificant, and you might laugh, laugh it off. That oh, on this small thing I had a fight, such a big fight. Hmm. So there are so there are so many things in our life actually, huh? which are very insignificant. But we hold on to that. We we'll hold on to that so much that we are ready to go to any extent to even fight with people. Even we have a fight with devotees. That's a very insignificant thing. So Durvasa Rishi, he purposely did that. And then what happened? Durvasa Rishi created a Kritya. He manifested a demoness. For that, this Rishi Durvasa who has this yogic powers and he's using those yogic powers for whom? For killing a Vaishnava, for troubling others. See, if you have some power with you, if you have a post, position, uh, if you have some money power, if you have a lot of, you know, heavy things with you, you're a very powerful personality. But if you're using that power for troubling others, uh, then that you that's useless actually. When you have yogic powers, you have posts, you have positions, then that has to be used, that you have money, that has to be used for serving the Brahmanas, serving the Sadhus, serving the Vaishnavas, giving them facility for practicing Bhakti and everything. But here, Amrish uh, Amrish Maharaj was a king of the king, but he was very humble, and that was, the advantage was taken by Durva Sarashe. Hmm. Time is very powerful. Time is very powerful it might happen that today that some you are in power and you are trying to suppress compress a devotee or, or anybody not just devotee anybody if you are trying to do that uh, if you try to compress someone suppress someone you know make make sure he doesn't progress because he might be you may you might become very powerful in future so you are suppressing compressing him but time is very powerful uh, time will such a powerful tool that things will turn tables will turn that person will become very very powerful and then he will become your boss huh? a tea seller in india becomes a prime minister of india <laughs> huh? that's how time how time is powerful you know very uh, So, um, so, Amrish Maharaj, he did not react. He did not react when a a, kritya, a demon, demoness was manifested to kill him. He did not react. Amrish Maharaj did not even move an inch. Imagine somebody comes to kill you. Somebody has a weapon in the hand. And you say, what is your name? Kiran. Kiran. Uh, somebody, some, somebody has a weapon in the hand. And somebody attacks Kiran. Somebody attacks Kiran Prabhu. He is not attacked. He is about to attack Kiran Prabhu. Hmm? Or anybody of us. How will that situation be? Uh, so here, Rishi, out of his yogic power, he manifested a demoness and he ordered the demoness, kill Amrish. Just for what? Just because Amrish Maharaj drank a little water. Just Amrish Maharaj drank a little water. Huh? And then we take, so there are so many insip, insignificant things in our life. There are, so many insignificant things in our life which we give lot of importance we give lot of importance to those insignificant things and because of that things blow out of proportion and the havoc is created in someone else's life and also in your life that is our so we we need to have a very simple life as devotees I hope you are getting my point yeah, yeah. Hmm? from the life of Amrish Maharaj hmm? a simple insignificant thing he just drank water huh? was it a big deal no right huh? so that Kritya was created and that Kritya went ahead further and was planning to attack but before that could happen Amrish Maharaj did not even move an inch why did not he move an inch because he had unflinching faith in the Supreme Lord. What is the faith? important. That Whatever you want to do, you want to do it. The pure, unaltered devotees of the Lord—they are not on bodily platform. There are different grades of pure devotees, and as they as they there are so there are advanced devotees like Amrish Maharaj, They even don't care if they are alive or they are dead. Till that, time they, the, till that time the soul is in the body, they will continue serving the Lord. And as soon as the body is over, next body, they will continue doing that. Hmm? So they are, they are indifferent to what situation they are in. They just continue serving the Lord. Thinking of the Lord, discussing with the Lord. Amrish Mara was such a personality who, who engaged all his senses and service of the Lord. With his eyes, he used to Read the scriptures. With his eyes, he used to see the form of the Lord. And uh, with his nose, he used to smell the beautiful fractals he leaves from the Lord's lotus feet. With his hands, although he is a king. He was a king of the whole world. He He was the king of the whole world. Yes. He was ruling the whole world at that time. That king... Was such a humble person. Hmm. Who has so much power in him. Who himself was more powerful than Durvasa. I am telling you, Amrish was more powerful than Durvasa. He can, by his mere desire, Parashit Maharaj. Uh, if he Parashit Maharaj, when he got that curse to be died, that he will be he will die in seven days. Parashit Maharaj could have easily contracted that, that curse. Easily contracted that curse. But he did not do that. He accepted it when some unusual situation happen in our life, the first thing is that we need to accept it. First thing is acceptance. Okay, this has happened in our life. Accepting it. As a devotee, we should accept it. So, Amrish Maharaj was very cool, very calm. He had unflinching faith in the Lord that whatever the Lord wants is happening. And so, he did not react. He was just he was folding his hands and he was waiting for things to happen. But he was such an unalloyed devotee of the Lord that Aham Bhakta the Lord was controlled by him. He had tied up Krishna in his heart. And Durvasa he messed up with such a personality. That means he was directly messing up with Lord Vishnu, Lord Krishna. Hmm? Kauravas was, we're not messing up with. Pandavas they were actually fighting against Krishna Hmm? the fight was not between Kauravas and Pandavas it was actually a fight between Kauravas and Krishna because Krishna was with them Hmm? so so Amrish Maharaj did not move an inch this Kritya manifested she went about to kill and Sudarshan Chakra the Lord Sudarshan Chakra appeared there and it killed that Kritya it killed that demoness and then it went behind Amrish uh, Durvasa Rishi, and it started started to burn him to ashes. And but Durvasa was a very powerful personality. He was trying to protect himself, so he started running around to all the directions. He went, he fled to all the directions. He went to the places of all the devatas. He went to to places. To hide himself from different 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 places, he went to the caves. He went to the different uh, you know peaks of the mountains. Wherever he could hide, he went to inside the ocean. Wherever he could go, Sudarshan was following him. Because it is the instructions of the Lord that do not wait for my instructions. If my devotees are in trouble, kill that rascals whoever it might be. If Brahma and Shiva troubles, they will never trouble. Hmm? But Indra, Devatas, you know, huh? they Sudarshan has all the orders. Shoot at sight. Shoot at sight, order. Yes. Sudarshan has that order. No mercy. So Durvasa Rishi was in big trouble, he realized. And then he decided that I have to go to Brahmaji. The Creator, Supreme, the Creator of the universe. Let me go to him. So, Durvasa decided to go to Brahma. He said with a hope that Brahma is the Creator of the universe will save him. And Brahma just said, "What is going on? Why is Sudarshan coming here? Who are you? What's happening with you?" I did. How I offended Amrish? Oh, go, 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 go. Go to your master, Lord Shiva. Lord Shiva might help you. Don't come here, go immediately. Like this, will, this Sudarshan will burn my house also. Don't even stay, you offender, you rascal. You go away from here. Hmm? Ca- Baba, he was carrying Sudarshan behind him. It will burn Brahma's house also. Brahma was saying, Baba, go to Shiva. Your, Shiva, your Rudra Anshana, you go to Shiva. Huh? So he went to Shiva's abode. He went to Lord Shiva. He offered obeisances. Oh, Shiva, Shiva, Shiva. I said, "What is going on? I offended Amrish." She was said, "Why are you here? Just go. Why, why are you coming here? No, I went everywhere. I went to Brahmaji. Brahmaji told me to come here. Oh my God! Why? Do, why Brahm, What's happening to Brahmaji? Why is he sending me here? Huh? You go to whose Sudarshan is? Is, is this Sudarshan belong to me? Said, no. Whose Sudarshan? Is that Vishnu's? So go to Vishnu. Why are you here? Go to Krishna Mubarak. Whose Sudarshan is? Uske Sudarshan belong, does not belong to me. I carry this Trishul, Damburu, everything. Sudarshan does not belong to me. You go there. Quickly. Durvasa was a powerful personality. Now this Durvasa also entered Vaikuntha. But this Vaikuntha is not that Mahavaikunta. We need to have this. We need to understand this. Every universe has a local Vaikuntha office. That is called as shwetadeep Or Dhruvaloka. You know. It has the same place, but different, different names. So, Durvasa Rishi went there. Four Kumaras also went there only. So, Durvasa Rishi entered Vaikuntha. Imagine, he had a... He was such a powerful personality. He had a direct entrance into Vaikuntha. And he went into Vaikuntha. Lord Vishnu was on the... Lord Vishnu was sleeping. And he went and offered the prayer, Sarva Dharmaan Paritraja Mamekam Sharanam Braja. Huh? he said my dear lord i am here to surrender unto you i realized after travelling throughout the world after going through brahma after going to shiva i realized finally that you are the supreme controller and i am offering my humble obeisance i surrender unto you and lord said what is your problem i said i offended your devotee amrish oh, you rascal you get out from here <laughs> <laughs> for the first time in the history in the Shukdev Goswami saying, for the first time in the history it has happened that someone has surrendered unto the lotus feet of the Lord and the Lord said, I cannot help you because you have offended my devotee. You can see, if we offend devotee, if we criticize devotee, we will not get place in Brahma Loka also, Shiva Loka also, forget about Vaikuntha, na- no devatas are going to entertain us. Lakshmi ji will entertain you. Will become dikari. Will become beggar. Huh? Everything will be over. You can see Durvasa Rishi, a powerful personality. Durvasa. For, what about us? We don't even have that that capacity. So we have to be very very careful with our dealings with the devotees of the Lord. They are newly joined for their their good time in the moment they might be they might have they they might be doing any some some acts which is, which might not be you know they are for your under for our understanding it not be good you know politics is going on ah, breaking news this this news that news you know politics is going on all these things you know this doesn't this we should not apply so much we should protect our devotion protect our devotion that is the topmost thing is to protect our devotion and you should be careful because we don't know if some devo- if someone some person has acted in a certain way what is his situation what is his mindset what he has gone through you don't know what have I gone through throughout my day I've gone I I did five five meetings straight five hours and I'm so stressed out. If I tell you, I'm very tired. But you don't know what I've gone through. In those meetings, I don't know so many things. I might have gone. So many things people have said to me, you know. And my mind be disturbed. And then I, I by mistake I might I might say something or I did some some something or you know anything happen. You we don't know what a person is might be or what he is going through. But we we have a perception. There is something called as reality. And then we see a reality in a certain way. We create our perception. We create our story, and we tell that story to Kiran. Then Kiran understands there is a reality. This is reality. Then this is this is perception. Okay. And I tell my perception to Kiran. Okay. Kiran understands the perception in a certain way. Okay. He tells it to another Kiran. So Kiran two, Kiran one, and Kiran two. Huh? And then Kiran, Kiran, do hears Kiran once, huh? Perception. Then he okay. Then he he hears my perception, and then he creates his own perception, and that's how gossip increases. But the reality is something else. And that person, what he has gone through, what situation he has been into, why did he say this? He might have just have a bad day in his life. He might have said something, didn't did something. We don't know. And we jump to conclusions. And we start blaspheming them. And that destroys our spiritual life. Isn't it? And this person, in the terms of the God, he is a very sincere person. And who, who has the right to correct him? His authorities. His Guru and Krishna. But we take, we become, we become his guru. We become Krishna. Right? That's what we do, right? We we take their positions. And then we blaspheme them. And this devotee is a very sincere devotee. Ten years, fifteen years, twenty years, twenty-five years, thirty years, forty years, fifty years in the moment when we did not take birth even. They have spent 50 years practicing Krishna Consciousness and then we start judging them. Isn't it? Hmm? Am I wrong? We start judging them. who are 50 years in the movement. Hmm? Before Brat before Sundar's birth, somebody has taken birth. Uh, somebody is practicing Krishna Consciousness 25 years before also that. And he and uh, if Brat Sundar Daya starts judging them, He's the biggest fool. He's the biggest fool. Durvasarishi he thought Amrish to be an ordinary person. He thought what is Amrish? Just a king. kings We keep so many such kings in our pocket. Durvasarishi was so puffed up. Today Rishi is falling flat unto the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Krishna Narayan. Flat. And the Lord is saying, I cannot help you. I am sorry. I am very sorry, my dear Durvasa. Hopeless situation. You said sarva dharman parit mamekam shranam raja. I am doing that today. I am surrendering everything. My yogic practices, everything, everything. Forget everything now. I don't have any upadi with me. Sarva upadi vinir muktam. I give up all my upadis and all my dharmas, everything. And I take shelter of you. You, you my dear Lord. I take shelter of you. The Lord said, I am sorry said why why you are so sorry why you are sorry why can't you help me because I reside in the heart of Amrish and Amrish resides in my heart and you rascal you wanted to kill Amrish I reside in his heart he has captured me through his love through his devotion and you want to kill him Hmm? you know when Bhishma Pitama took a vow Pitama Bhishma, Duryodhana actually came and told Bhishma Pitama, you are actually not fighting from our side. You're just for the sake of fighting, you're just fighting. But you're actually you're actually sided by pandavas. And you are just uh, taking our you're eating you're eating my bread huh? and you're serving the pandavas. I am feeding you. My father has taken care; is taking care of you. We are giving you monthly salary, huh? and you are siding the Pandavas. And Pitamaha Bhishma got very offended. He got hurted, and Pitamaha decided because Duradhana, he was actually inducing Pitamaha Bhishma to say some words, and he said, "Okay, tomorrow by sunset." The Pandavas won't be alive, or Krishna will have to pick up the weapon. Either of one, this thing have, will happen. And then, Bhishma Pitamaha, the next day, he fought the way he used to fight. In his 400 years of life, he had fought so many battles. He was the only personality who never got defeated in any battle. And today, Pitamaha Bhishma decided, okay, Duryodhan, okay, you'll see my fight today. And on that day, he killed hundreds and thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands and lakhs and lakhs of soldiers single-handedly. He was unstoppable. Yudhishthir did not kill them, but he just finished them off. I mean, they couldn't stand in front of him. He was so powerful. And he wanted to kill Arjuna. Because that there either only on, there is only one way out here. Either Krishna picks up the weapon or other pandavas has to go. So his first target was Arjuna. And he reached Arjuna, and there was a fierce battle between Bhishma Pitamaha and Arjuna. That day, Arjuna was not even allowed to take out the arrow from his back and put it, on his, put it on his bow and direct it towards Pitama Bhishma. Pitama Bhishma did not even allow Arjuna to do that. He was so powerful on that day. He was on fire. Hmm? And Krishna was looking at Arjuna and Arjuna was sweating, as if, and he, as if the everything was over. The battle is over today, and if all the Kauravas were celebrating that today will be the last day of the battle. Because today by sunset, Krishna is not going to pick up the weapon, and Arjuna and Pandavas are going to get killed. So then, Pitamaha Bhishma so fought such, in such a way that Krishna got really upset with with Arjuna, and he he, he just. All of a sudden, when the arrows were even hit to, to towards Arjuna and to, Krishna also used to get hit, get hit by, by the arrows of Bhishma. So all of a sudden Krishna got down from the chariot. He jumped. And as soon as he jumped, there was an earthquake. And and the and the Krishna's and Krishna's Uttariya it fell on the ground. And then without I mean, without a thought, he just, he just picked up a, a, a wheel which was lying there. And it took up that wheel and started running towards Pitamaha Bhishma. And Arjuna was surprised, everybody was surprised that, and he said, Oh, Krishna picked up the weapon. And he was about to kill Pitamaha Bhishma. And while he was running towards Pitamaha Bhishma, Pitamaha Bhishma was showering torrents of rain, uh, torrents of arrows. And it hit Krishna. It, Krishna had a kavach here. And he hit so badly that all the kavach kavacha broke, it fell off. Then he had all the protection. And all the protection went off. And Krishna's body was exposed. And all the arrows were hitting Krishna. And the blood started oozing out from it. Blood started coming out from it. And ajara saw this. And he, he went and caught hold of the feet of Krishna. And said, please, my dear Lord, don't do this. He said, What? If I don't get into this... Pitama Bhishma is going to finish you today. And you rascal... You are looking... You are not fighting... You are fighting... You are seeing your grandfather in Pitama Bhishma. You are not seeing as a warrior. How will you fight? You cannot kill. So I have to kill... Because I want to finish this battle. If I don't interfere... Pitama Bhishma is going to kill you... And this battle will be over today. He got very upset. And he was... Arjuna was shaking... 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 He said... My dear Lord... Please give up that weapon what will you You have promised you will not pick up the weapon I will not see grandfather Bhishma in in, in Pitama Bhishma I will not see my grandfather in him I will start fighting I promise you I promise you I said okay but when Krishna was, Krishna was dragging Arjuna also that wheel was in his hand Krishna was dragging Arjuna and finally when, when Krishna came so near Pitama Bhishma also kept the arrow down yes he said that's what I want Please kill me. Mm. It will be my pleasure to be, get killed by you. Mm. So the point I am trying to relate this is that how Krishna is controlled by the devotees. And Lord, Narana, Vishnu, is, Lord Vishnu is trying to say to Durvasa Rishi, Durvasa, I am, I am controlled by Amrish. He resides in my heart and I reside in his heart. And you wanted, you wanted to offend him, so you are offending me. You wanted to kill him, you are killing me. So killing, offending, whatever you say against the Vaishnava is actually blaspheming against the Lord. These devotees, these devotees of the Lord, they are ornament of the earth. They are the. Ornaments of the earth. If someone is practicing Krishna consciousness, even you who are practicing Krishna consciousness, you are also ornament of the earth. You are not ordinary. We might think, we are what? We are, we are, we are devotees, we are just, we are just practicing here and there, chanting few rounds and you know, you know, initial days of Krishna consciousness we are like that. But, uh, you know, once, uh, (coughs) uh, Vashishji, uh, when, when, when Lord Ramchandra was in was uh, been asked to go to exile. You know. So he, he went and uh, Bharat was not aware. That uh, Lord Ramchandrara has been asked to go. So when Bharat came to Ayodhya. And Bharat understood. That uh, Lord Ramchandrara has gone. To the forest. So he took the whole of Ayodhya Vasis. All this. All the army and everything. Everybody. And he started walking. Bharat started walking. Towards Chitrakut and then there was a there was a river in the there was a river on the way and and across the river there was nishadraj nishadraj who is nishadraj have you heard ramayan huh? so nishadraj was the king of adivasis and he was considered as a friend of lord ramachandra and ramchandra lord Ramachandra, he embraced nishadraj and he called his my friend So, when Bharat came with the whole army and everything, so Nishadras Nishadras thought that Bharat is coming to fight with Lord Ramachandra. And Bharat is coming with the army. How can he do that? So, here Nishadras says that he he has to go over me. And he prepared his army to fight against the army of Ayodhya. But Nishadras had so much faith that I will fight against Bharat. But then one of the... One of the uh, one of the senior, uh, you know, uh, one of the senior uh, members of the soldiers of that uh, army, uh, they said that Nishadraji, first please go and have a look. Is Bharat coming for to fight, or is just Bharat is coming, you know, uh, just to meet Lord Ramchandra? So he a messenger was sent to see. Uh, 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 someone was sent to see what's happening, and then they found out that Bharat is coming to meet Lord Ramchandra so when when Vashishji, bharat everybody came they crossed the ocean they crossed the boat and they were they met nishad raj now, nishad raj is a very you know he's a very abominable person because they are adivasis they, they eat anything they drink anything but such such person was a vaishnava because lord ramchandra has accepted him as his friend so when bharat when vashish introduced, introduced nishad raj you know how he introduced him he said, "Nishadraj, this is Nishad Rajji. he is the ornament of this earth. If you see Nishadraj, he was a very insignificant Adivasi people in the forest forest dwellers. What do they eat? You know better. Hmm? What do they drink? You know better. And what Vashijji is saying? He is the ornament of the earth because he is a friend of Lord Ramchandra and as soon as Bharat heard he is a friend of Lord Ramchandra, Bharat went and embraced him. Hmm? This is how is the glories of devotees. We need to understand. Hmm? We think devotees are very cheap. But devotees are not cheap. They are the ornaments of the earth. They are the ornaments of this UK. Each and every devotee are very, very precious for Krishna. Huh? Very, very precious for Krishna. And then Sudurvasa asked Krishna, my dear Lord, what should I do? Go and surrender to Amrishish. Amrish forgives you. Then Sudar, then Sudarshan, he can send Sudarshan back. Even I have no control on the Sudarshan. It's my Sudarshan, but I have no control because Sudarshan will not listen to me also he said very clearly i'm sorry but durvasa ji so from vaikuntha loka um, durvasa rishi took a straight flight <laughs> to the lotus feet of amrish maharaj he went and fell flat at amrish maharaj's lotus feet and and this whole process of durvasa travelling around took one complete year and for one complete year amrish maharaj was drinking only water can you imagine hmm? For one complete year, Amrish Maharaj was drinking only water. Isn't it? How amazing. Because he knew that his guest is still unfed. How can he eat? He survived. He was on water. Hmm. And when Amrish saw Durvasa at his feet, he immediately picked him up said, said, my, my dear Lord, please forgive me because of me you because of me you have to go through a lot of trouble but he said no Amrish please forgive me and this and Amrish was requesting Sudarshan he was offering various prayers to Sudarshan in the glorification of Sudarshan and requesting Sudarshan go back go back go back he was not going he said, I want to kill this once and for all how can he do this in the history, everybody should know that somebody offended and Sudarshan killed it. Your message should go. And then Amrish said a prayer that if Lord is pleased by any of my activity, then oh Sudarshan, please pacify yourself and go back. And he said, if Lord is pleased by Amrish, and then the Sudarshan went back. And that's how and then what? The next step? What? What did Durvasa What happened to uh, Durvasa? What happened to Amrish after this? Amresh Maharaj, welcomed Durvasa gave washed his lotus feet. Otherwise, imagine if, if a person who has put you in so much difficulty, made you wait for one complete year, Kiranji, Kiran 1 and Kiran 2 If someone makes you wait, makes you wait for one complete year, and you have to just drink water because of that person, and when he comes back. You are finally given a chance to eat. Amrish Maharaj welcomed Durvasa Rishi inside. He washed his lotus feet. He welcomed him nicely. Fed him nicely. And then ate his remnants. It is in the Bhagavatam. He ate his remnants. And you know what Durvasa said? Today I realize the glory of Bhakti Bhakta and Bhagavan, the glories of devotional service, the glories of a devotee, and the glories of the Supreme Lord who is bound up by his devotee. Okay.